Welcome to the Electric Sports Talk, a podcast dedicated entirely to sports and only sports. On today's episode, we talk NFL. Now here are your hosts, Ty and Carson. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Electric Sports Talk. We are talking NFL today. We got a Super Bowl preview coming up for you guys. Uh, we'll say right off the top, neither of us are that excited for the Super Bowl, considering both of our picks pretty much bombed out last week. So, yeah, Carson, I know he's upset about it over there. Um, yeah, but we'll have that. Uh, we're gonna be I talking have some more enthusiasm. <laughs> I mean, I'm excited for the stuff on the second half of the show. Not really the Super Bowl talk, but hey, I mean. You sound you sound very dead already. Look. <laughs> <laughs> you already know, Carson, okay? All right, then we're going to talk about the, the Matthew Stafford trade. Uh, trade talks heating up around Deshaun Watson. Uh, Carson was telling me that he's thinking they might not e- that he might not even get traded. Uh so I'll have to talk about that because I have no idea what he's talking about. No, I really don't. He's just looking at me. All right. Uh, top free agents. We're going to go over some of the top free agents still on the board, I guess. Not really. Free, agent hasn't, free agency hasn't really started yet, I guess. So not still on the board, just on the board. Um, it's not that deep of a class, though, is kind of what we decided, though, huh, Carson? <laughs> Not at all. Uh, and then we told you guys last week we were going to do our draft 1.0, but we went long on last week's show, so now it's going to be here this week, right? I don't, I don't even know how we went long on last week's show. Like, our paper had, like, two points to talk on, and we, like, just... Well, because all you wanted to talk about was how the Bills lost. And you're like, I we love the Bills. about for, like, 20 minutes. You're like, I love the Bills. <laughs> Well, then you started going off on they're going to be the next Jacksonville Jaguars. They could be. They could be. All right, so that's what's on today's show. Uh, So let's get into it. The Super Bowl is officially going to be the Chiefs and the Buccaneers. Maybe we already knew this, of course. Uh, But let's just get your your initial thoughts before we go too much into uh, this Super Bowl matchup. What do you think about the Super Bowl this year? Yippee. Yeah, that's that's about where I'm at too. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'm sick of the same faces. Yeah, a little bit. That's a little bit of it. I, I guess it was really nice to see the Bills actually, as a team that hasn't been to the Super Bowl in however long and hasn't even been really that good for who knows how long, uh, be in it, have the potential to go there, and then Aaron Rodgers, who also hasn't been there for a while. Does have a Super Bowl win, but like the Packers have not been this good in a while, I don't feel like. So, I mean, even when they did win the Super Bowl, they weren't that good as they probably were this year. Uh, but yeah, it was it was hopeful for a minute, right? <laughs> Speaking of the Packers, did you see the video of Aaron Rodgers in the back of a truck bed with beer? Yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> I, I enjoyed that. That that embodied Wisconsin. Just, yeah, kind of, huh? Yeah, just... Wisconsin. Sorry for the off off topic, but no, just that's okay. That up. Uh, no, I get what you mean, though. I mean, it's it's uh, what is it? Tom Brady's eighth or ninth Super Bowl or something like that. Yeah. That's... Pat Mahomes back to back, the Chiefs again, um, and I don't really have anything against the Chiefs. I just they're not my favorite team. That's for sure. I I really would rather see yeah. the Bills. 
I would have loved to see this matchup if it was like Jameis Winston leading the Bucks, not freaking what? Tom Brady. <laughs> like <laughs> Jameis Winston. <laughs> like if it was last year's team and somehow they magic like magically just appeared in the playoff in the Super Bowl, I'd be uh-huh. like, sweet, let's go let them go get a dub. But Yeah, I mean I don't know. It's like Tom Brady's already won too many Super Bowls. And Patrick Mahomes is on the way to winning too many Super Bowls. So who do you who do you give the Super Bowl to? Um. Well, I don't know. Actually, I think it's going to be honestly. I do think it'll be a pretty good game for like a half, and then I think the Chiefs are probably going to run away with it. So if I was to bet, which I'm not good at betting, but if I was to, <laughs> we uh, yeah, I'd probably go with the Chiefs right now. Uh, but yeah, let's let's talk about this a little more. Uh, First of, all, first of all, the Buccaneers are the first team I can think of, at least, without searching this up, that is that will be playing a Super Bowl in their home stadium. Yeah, it is. So that's interesting. But the um, weirdest thing about it uh, is the Bucs won't be in their own um, locker room. Yeah, and they, like, they won't in, have the home uniforms, right? No. They'll be, well, I've seen like talk, like people are wanting to get them in the dream sickle. Have you seen those jerseys? Oh, really? Yeah, I don't like them that much, but... People want it. Well, I don't know. That'd be, oh, like their old orange. The orange ones, yeah. Uh, I mean, those were okay. I didn't. I don't hate them as much as some other people do. Like I don't know. It's just I like the logo more than the than the color. I haven't seen the lo- like the oh, helmet or anything. It's like an old buccaneer guy with a knife in his mouth. It's actually oh. a pretty cool looking logo. But, um, yeah, no, it's just weird that they won't be playing. In, they won't be playing from their locker room. Like that's so weird. Like why would I you went, why would you not put them in their own locker because room? Because they're not the home team. Well, sure, but it's 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 still their locker room. Well, like when I went to the Cowboys Stadium, they were like, yeah, the they, there's only been one other team inside that locker room, and it was Green Bay or I think it was Green Bay when they were playing in the Super Bowl in there. Oh, okay. And like I was just thinking about, it, I was like, the Bucks will not be allowed to be in their own locker room for this. That's game. weird. So you're going to be in the visitor's locker room. Yeah, that's going to be pretty interesting. Uh, I mean, I don't think it'll change much, but... No. I mean, I mean, maybe they might feel a little more uncomfortable at home, but sure. they're going to have so many fans there. Uh, do you know how many fans they're going to have there? Actually, maybe not. How many do they... Uh, many I, I don't know. That's why you just, you just said that like you knew how many. Well, uh, then I, know I just that, thought about how many tickets they gave away to like the medical professionals uh, yep, and stuff uh-huh. that got the vaccine and everything. I saw that. So maybe there's not going to be as many. No, I think there will be quite a few. Uh, if you looked at the AFC Championship game with the Chiefs and the Bills, there was actually a, quite a few people in the stands. Uh, now, obviously, it'll be a different state and everything, but I feel like Florida has been fairly <laughs> open yes. as far as I know. So, yes, fans are allowed, which we knew that. The exact number of fans will come out to 22,000. That's Deanna, actually quite a few. Yeah, <laughs> quite a that, few. That's more than I, well, <laughs> but yeah. considering the times, that's um, quite a few. <laughs> the NFL has invited 7,500 vaccinated healthcare workers to Super Bowl for free. On top of that, there will be 14,500 additional fans who purchased tickets to attend. Well, that'll be cool. I mean, it's always nice to have fans in the stands. I was talking on my last show that I just did about uh, about U.S. soccer and how there was fans at that game. It just makes the whole experience better. Yeah. 
So they, they and they recently started letting fans back into the UFC events and stuff. So much better. Like just the noise of the crowd, I guess, just makes you feel like you're in the game well, a little more, you know. And as a home team, like if you lose in front of a bunch of fans, it's like, <laughs> well, we just let down a whole city. Not- yeah. Well, do you think it's going to be that big of an advantage, though, to be playing in your home stadium? Uh, they don't have to travel. Yeah, I that mean, is true. They're in their weather. They're in their stadium. I they're agree. used to. Like, Arrowhead without fans is different than Tampa Bay with fans without fans because mm-hmm. just weather's different. The grass is different. So you actually do see it being an advantage then? Yeah. No, I... I think anytime you play in, at your home spot, there's an advantage. So what's the what's the leveler for the Chiefs if the Buccaneers have that advantage in this game? Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes, <laughs> of course. I think his name will come up a lot as we talk about the Super Bowl, uh, honestly. So when we talk about the players on the field, though, uh, obviously we've established that it, it'll be, I believe it's called Raymond James, uh, right? Raymond James Stadium. Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> Anyways, it'll be in Tampa Bay, so we've established that. But the actual players, I mean, I don't know if that'll have much of an effect on how they're playing, if you want my opinion. It's it's a big Not game. Not too much, yeah, no. It's a big game, right? So Just, All I feel is an athlete's more is better when they're comfortable, uh-huh. so they're going to be comfortable in their own stadium. Right. But NFL athletes aren't there if they can't get comfortable at a different stadium, so I yeah. don't know. I'm just saying, I don't think that there's much of a difference there. Just mm. maybe you're around, like you're close to family and friends. So you've been relaxed too. Yeah. Because you haven't been in a, in a hotel mm-hmm. away from your home. And so you're not, so you're more relaxed, I right. guess. Right. Well, I understand that. But at the same time, it's like still the Super Bowl. And you know the Chiefs are going to show up. They don't care. Oh, well, yeah. So it'll be interesting. Uh, what do you think about how the game will play out on the field, though, between the players? Uh, let's start with the Buccaneers. I guess they're technically the away team. So let's start with with Tampa Bay. Uh, what would you say is their biggest strength, their biggest weakness? Uh, let's just talk about a little bit about that. So their biggest strength for me is how many points they've been scoring. Mm. Their past six games, they've averaged over 35.7 points per game. Which I feel is actually a pretty high number for the playoffs. Yeah. like Especially because good. they've been playing teams that are defense-oriented. And teams that are, quote-unquote, better than them, too. Yeah, because people are going to say, oh, well, the their first game in the playoffs was against Washington. Washington's defense is actually very good. Yeah. So, and Well, their defense kept them in a lot of games. So Yeah, and then... They Pack, kept them in the, that game. The Packers' defense isn't anything to be like, oh, they're not good about. So no. they've been playing very well, and the Chiefs are averaging 25 points per game over that span. But they did just score, what, 38 against the Bills? Yeah, but they're not known for their like defense. That. Sure, I'm just, I'm just saying. like, Yeah, no, I get, I get what you're saying. You're, they're coming off a pretty good game, so you would expect that they can – can can replicate that performance oh, and yeah. put points on the board, of course. But All I right. mean that's only three points over what the Bucks have been averaging. Right. So, which the Bucks offense has honestly surprised me a little bit. So, I must and say, my concern for them is Brady threw three interceptions against the Packers. Which, like you just said, they're not known for their defense. 
Yeah. Uh, do you think that the defense for the Chiefs is is a tougher matchup though? I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say their defense is top notch either. I would say that the Packers are better than the Chiefs at defense. Do you think the best secondary that they've that the Buccaneers have played in the playoffs could be the Saints? No, I think the Packers are right about there. Still the Packers? Yeah, they haven't played great secondaries, I guess is true. Because that's yeah. I think that's played, fair. They've played a great defensive line. I mean the the football team was pretty good. Um, oh, I love when we call yeah, them the football team. It's pretty funny. Anyways. And it's sad that we all know who we're talking about, too, <laughs> yeah, now. It's, it's not like good. a year ago if you said, yeah, football team, <laughs> They'd be like, which one? Yeah, who? <laughs> but anyways, so anyways. Their secondary is pretty good, but uh, they're known for their defensive line. Saints, secondary is pretty good, known for the defensive line. It's better. Packers, defense isn't really their strong suit, but Juwan... Uh, Jair Alexander is probably who the Packers are known for in their defense. Yeah. But then they don't have any other really good corners or secondary past that, I don't think. Packers need some help on defense, man. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's scary that he threw three picks in this game against a not great defense. Uh Well, I mean, they do have the advantage of the Chiefs not being a great defense. I do think the big matchup in this game is how um, how Tom Brady manages against Tyron Matthew. Yeah, that could be a big factor, I think, also uh, as well. But at the same time, I mean, they're both veterans, so I think yeah, they'll it's probably, gonna be it's gonna be a cool matchup. Yeah, like they'll probably have a lot of stuff figured out already before they even hit the field. So that's gonna be interesting. I mean, all plans go out the window as soon as that ball starts being thrown around. Uh, okay, so what is what is the X factor for the Buccaneers? You said what they're strong at. You said what they lack in. Uh, where is the X factor that can ultimately put them over the top in this game? Uh, you're making a funny face at me. <laughs> I don't know. It's just kind of hard to pick out an X factor sometimes. I would say maybe JPP, Jason okay. Pierre-Paul. He just need the defensive end needs to get some pressure. Yeah, well, but that's going to be so tough, man. Like, I mean, they have a pretty good line, the so Chiefs do. So I was actually watching a thing about the Chiefs win over the Bills, and they yeah. pointed out how much movement is on that offense, like pre-snap, That's and, and how tough it is to like read stuff and everything. And man. another scary thing is that... Um, Speak so up, boy. I saw this stat, and it was that Mahomes leads the league in QBR against the Blitz with a 96.8, which yeah. against the Blitz is pretty good. That doesn't surprise me, honestly, though, that he leads the league. So, I mean, what I think that kind of means is that in order to get to slow him down, uh-huh. you can't Blitz, but you... Well, have to make sure that you're getting pressure through JPP. It's right. kind of how I look at it. You don't overcommit, right? You just contain him. Yeah. So playing guys like Pat Mahomes is is like playing big ex- explosive players all the time, right? You're never going to shut him down. You just got to contain him. And the thing is, is they're going to have to man up so so much. Yeah, Because true. the thing is, is Patrick Mahomes can extend uh, uh, the play. Is that even then, a good idea, though? to go man-to-man on this defense. But, I mean, Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill are really good at finding open space after a play is already break, broken down. 
Right. Travis Kelsey's amazing at that. Which is why they need to go man, because you have to keep somebody with their eyes peeled on those two. As soon as that play starts breaking down, though, and Mahomes is out of the pocket. You have to pray for a you, sack. You forget about being on your man, though. That's, like, yeah, people that's, leave their man all the time. So that's, that's why the Chiefs get really big plays. Yeah. So, you know, I, I get what you're saying. I just The biggest problem for the Buccaneers in this game is the fact that the Chiefs are so explosive in multiple different ways. Like, there are so many danger points on this team that you can't fall asleep. So, I think the run game's almost irrelevant, though. Like, uh, if, if the Buccaneers can get their run game going, though, well, it I'm gives saying them a for chance. The Chiefs. I'm saying for the Chiefs. Well, the whole game. Against the Bucs. But I don't, like the whole I don't game. think they get any rushing yards just because no. they have Devin White back that. Is it Devin? Yeah. Yeah. They have Devin White back there. He's going to play amazing like he always does. Yeah, but, like, what is – the Chiefs don't run anyways. And something really good about – Chiefs barely run. Pat Mahomes true. barely runs. The thing about Devin White, though, is he's really good at coverage, too, so he's able to follow out that running well, back, which, I mean, they they do get some explosive plays off their running backs, like, in the passing game, uh-huh. just because no one thinks about them because well, they're focused on Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. Devin White's one of the best linebackers in the league, and – the best linebackers in the league can cover too. So, That's true. yeah, I mean, it's a daunting task to play the Chiefs' offense, and I think we saw it firsthand when, when the Bills had to do it, and they they just couldn't. So, I mean, not a lot of teams can. Not even one of the best statistical defenses last season with San Francisco could. So, another thing to note is, I mean, does the Chiefs' secondary have the firepower to match up with? Mm. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Rob Gronkowski, Scotty Miller, and perhaps Antonio Brown. Like, sure, but like, who do they? Ha- they have Tyron Matthew. He goes on which one? Mike Evans or Chris Godwin? Uh, that's a good question. Um, <laughs> and then who's going to be on tough. Gronkowski? See, so the problem is the Chiefs. The Chiefs uh, defense. I know you kind of said it's not as good as the Packers, but honestly, I see a lot of similarities. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. Like, they got a couple good players here and there, and then for the most part, they're just like, they're just okay. Yeah. And I the Buccaneers were able to exploit that, and they ended up getting the win. Like, the Packers did trust their defense enough to kick that field goal and then get the ball back. It didn't work out, but yeah. they trusted their defense enough. Uh, the Chiefs, man, I don't, I don't see the Chiefs doing... A lot of things different in this game to disrupt the yeah I, what the Buccaneers can do, especially Tom Brady. Well, yeah, just I think that the veteranship, if that's kind of the right word to use, veteran leadership, yeah, sure, yeah. veteranship, we'll call it that, sure. is going to help out the Bucks immensely in this because they have both Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski who have been in many Super Bowls. So I feel like Gronkowski yeah. is going to be very well, mindful yeah. about how. You can't lose yards in the Super Bowl. So he's going to be like, mm-hmm. if this route I can see is not going to be open, I got to get open for Tom to throw it to me. Well, and and there's a lot of guys. There's a lot of guys on this Buccaneers team that have been in the league for a while. Like Mike Evans, for example. He's been in the league for yeah. a good amount of time. So he'll, well, he's maybe not like a veteran well, yeah. like Tom Brady is. He still has that experience. So out of like the, out of the, the receiving group, plus the tight end out of those guys scotty miller is like 
their only guy that's like, yeah, he's young. Yeah. Well, isn't he a rookie? Can the uh, – I'm not sure about that. Can the Buccaneers secondary keep up with Pat Mahomes? Do they have – I mean, you, ha- just, you just asked me the question about if the Chiefs secondary can keep up against 40-plus-year-old Tom Brady and his weapons. Can the Buccaneers secondary keep up against Pat Mahomes that slings the ball all over the place and Tyreek Hill's speed? Okay, complete off-track thing. I was looking up how old Scotty Miller is. Yeah, okay. And he said that he's faster than Tyreek Hill. Like, he said that he thinks that there's a chance he might be faster than Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill responds and says, maybe we have to do something at halftime. I don't... Yeah, okay. I don't don't know. Tyreek Hill is... I haven't watched him enough to really see if he's... Tyreek Hill's, like, one of the fastest... uh, wide receivers players in all the league. So yeah, I don't know about that. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying like I haven't watched him enough to really know sure. if he's that, yeah, fast enough. enough. Anyways, how does the secondary of the Buccaneers match up in this game with Pat Mahomes? Better than the Chiefs secondary in my mind, but I don't know Even by with how Tyron much. Matthew back there? Yeah, because he's only going to be able to cover one guy. Sure. Or one zone. Who's the who's the biggest secondary player on the Buccaneers? Do you I think? Don't know. Give me a second. Ty, cut this out. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. You can't even think of a name right off the top of your head, right? Yeah. I but know. we all can think of the <laughs> That's Honey why Badger. I was wasting time. Chill. Well, well, we can all think of the <laughs> Honey Badger, right? But this this is just what I'm saying. I I love the fact that you pointed out the potential for Tom Brady to carve up the secondary, but I don't know. Pat Mahomes could have just an easy of a time with this Buccaneers secondary. Just give me a second. I'm giving you a second. It's pulling up. All right. Okay, depth chart. Okay. Um, free safety, Jordan Whitehead. He's decent. Oh, um, Sean Murphy bunting. He's been playing great this postseason. Charlton Davis. I know that name. See, man, this I don't know. This is just what I'm saying, though. But, I mean, it, it I feel like they me. have more firepower over the four, the – cornerback the cornerback strong safety and free safety i feel like they have more firepower there to outweigh them just having tyree tyron matthew on you think so i just think that as a collective is what you're saying yeah i think that they're gonna be able to do a better job that makes sense and if they do stay in zone then also the linebackers come into play so that's Shaquille mm. Barrett, Levante David, Devin White. Well, but that's the real, I feel at least, that's the real strong part of this team is, is that linebacking, linebacking core. core. It's very talented group of guys. Yeah, they've got so. a great they've got a great thing going there. And we'll talk about free agents later with Levante David, but if they can keep him. Yeah, I guess I didn't realize up. I guess I didn't realize that he was indeed a free agent. Uh I, for a second I thought it was Devon White. I don't know why. I was a little confused. Anyways, so before we get to the Chiefs, what is like your actual percentage chance for the Buccaneers to win this game? I'm not counting Tom Brady out. I'm going to say like a 50-50. Okay, well, that's fine. All right, so then let's talk about the Chiefs. We'll just go over some of the Actually, same. I'll say 40-60. For the Buccaneers? For the Bucks, 40% for the Bucks. Okay, 40% for the Bucks. That's fine. That's it's uh, probably better odds than I would give it actually. Okay, so let's let's talk about let's talk about the Chiefs. Uh, some of the same stuff we want to talk about here as well. What is what are the Chiefs good at? I think we have well established the probably Pat, defense. The Pat Mahomes. <laughs> <laughs> 
run game. Don't give me your crap. <laughs> <laughs> what are the Chiefs good at? Where do they excel on the field? I think we already know. Where are the deficiencies in their game? Uh, that might be a little bigger of a question mark for me because, you know, is it their run game? Is it their defense? Bucker Bucker couldn't kick worth a crap the last couple weeks. Like that could be nervy too. It was really only one game and Bucker's it was one game for Bucker. I'm gonna give my kickers some love. Dude, kickers You're gonna have a bad game every once in a while. If kickers are inconsistent, you're screwed. Okay, but has he not been consistent for the rest of his career? Yeah, he has actually. Yeah. Yeah, no, he he has been consistent. You're you're acting like a Lamar fan right now. Oh, come on. Yeah, I, yeah that's I'm where I'm going to go with this. That's where I'm going to go with I, this. <laughs> I'm just trying to bring up a point here. That's all, man. <laughs> hey, I got to give my kicker some love. No, I, and I that's fine. I don't think that he'll do bad because he is a good kicker. I'm just asking. Yeah, no. I, we have to think about all this I stuff. I wouldn't be worried about him at all. Like, okay, good. He's can, played great over his years. We can check that one off the list. Okay, <laughs> so let's talk about what, what are the Chiefs good at. What is their strong points? How are they going to win this game? Chad Henney's a great quarterback. Yes, um, I agree. <laughs> best, no, Patrick best Mahomes and oh. <laughs> the throwing game is definitely their strong suit. Mm-hmm. Then I think the rest of their game is kind of their bad suit, but it's not like it's bad. Oh, wow. It's just Everything not, else is bad, huh? Not bad. Like, well, they, run game is it, average. It's true. Run, run game is uh, average. Well, Defense they're not going to win. Average. They're not going to win games with their defense or their, or run, their run game. game. So if you can somehow stop Patrick Mahomes, you you take kay. a big dub in the So how are you going to do this? How do you stop Pat Mahomes? There is so much there's so many weapons around him. Tackle all the wide receivers. That's illegal. And then tackle him. Good luck catching him. So you got <laughs> Pat Mahomes. You got Tyreek Hill, yeah. super fast. Travis Kelsey, who's a beast. Like he's just a catching machine. You got Hardman. Like those three weapons alone. Go on their no own. safety help. Double up um Travis Kelsey and Tyree Kill. Let the other players do their work against Nicole Hardman. Well and those I'm guys. just gonna send Hardman on a deep bomb. Just let your defender defend him. Dude, he's gonna get burned on the corner. Sean Murphy Bunting's got him. Trust me. I don't know. So it's this that, math is that, not that, adding up. Hold on. You wanna double two players. Yeah, no, that would work because most possible? most man most cover two man is cover two, so two safeties drop back in a zone. So then you would just take them out of a zone, so you would have no over the the top help, and you would just hope that your corners can. So you're gonna gamble. You would the, gamble. What else are you gonna do? <laughs> Force them into short yardage plays. Okay. Did you see what happened when they got Tyree Kill into a short yardage play? Yeah, he juked a bunch of dudes. Yeah, and he ran for 60 yards. (laughs) Uh, Work on fundamental tackling. Okay, but then what about when you can't catch Tyree Kill because he burns you over the top? (laughs) See, but you just said if he doubled him, then it'll be fine. Well, yeah, because doubling him is going to be better than just leaving him alone. (laughs) Well, you obviously can't leave him alone. See, but this is is what we're saying. We're coming up with ideas, but nothing really works against this offense, right? I don't know. I'm sure... I would think the best thing against this off- offense is man, and then probably a cover one, but one of the like the strong safety drops down. So like oh, so you're talking like a oh, uh, anyways, yeah, the cover one where just the strong safety drops down is like a middle linebacker to control that zone. 
that's all I can really think of just because. What, and then your corners? Then your corners just go man. So they stay so on their man. Mo- uh, sorry. Free safeties over the top? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, free safety over the top, strong safety in the middle, mm-hmm. okay. just directing traffic up there. That everybody else on is on man, strong safe, free safety. And your just linebackers sure. play man too. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Uh, why do you why do you think man would be the most effective thing? Just because I think did we talk about this on air? Like where they just a lot of their plays is yeah we talked about this. yeah you talked about this Patrick Mahomes breaks the play out mm-hmm. the play starts to break down. Then usually Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey mainly Travis Kelsey's really good at just finding the open space to get. Which is give crazy. Patrick Mahomes an out. Isn't it crazy how they leave him open? Like he is well, one of the just, biggest players on the entire field, and you that's leave part him of wide the, open. That's part of the best part about bringing the strong safety down is then he can, he can be the one to uh, keep his eyes on Patrick Mahomes. The other so, guys keep their eyes on Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, just so then they can try to stop it. Can you can you run a spy on Mahomes instead of have that safety? You need, but you need the coverage, guys. And yeah, but this is this is a wrinkle into the system, right? Like, could you sacrifice some coverage from one of your linebackers to run a a constant spy on Mahomes? I mean, you maybe could. Maybe that's a good spot for Levante David or Barrett. I don't know, man. I agree with you though. The more I think about it, that coverage that those two might provide that'd be more important. <laughs> The problem I, I just, is Pat Mahomes can get out of the pocket and create create on his feet. Yeah, so no, no, you have no, to figure out that. a way to keep him contained. Essentially, what you have to do is you have to get pressure off the edge, like you were kind of talking about earlier. You have to pursue, but not over pursue, and don't let him get outside. Like if he's gonna go anywhere, make him go up the middle to where you have this safety that's dropped in, like you said, and your linebackers are waiting. Yeah, I don't like, know if I'd have him go up the middle. I would say force him out. You think it's better for him to use, go outside the pocket the, instead of up the middle? Use the sidelines as a defender. Oh, yeah, right. Okay. Dude, that guy is going to You out, think that Patrick Mahomes is you. like the fastest dude no, no, on the he's, planet. No, he's not the fastest dude on the planet, but he can create on his legs he with can the best create. of them. So. He can create. I just don't think that he... Using the sideline as a defender, bringing linebackers, following him... Mm-hmm. He's Jason Pierre-Paul. Have you seen how tall that guy? How big that guy so, is? But I'm not even talking about when he runs. I'm just talking about when he gets outside the pocket and then passes. Like some yeah. of his best moments that I watched in that well, yeah, game that's, was when that's, he rolled out, if got that's outside, the case, and then just found someone. If you're talking about that, then yes, run up the middle. Yeah, because then you have less time to find an open guy. That's what but, I'm getting. Oh, at, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, like, of course you're going to let him outside. To have the play, because you were just talking about the play breaks down, and Mahomes is one of the best in the league. Travis Kelsey's one of the best in the league at after the play breaks down. Yeah, like don't let the don't let him get outside the pocket to let the play break down, and you might have a good shot at this. But that's a lot easier said than done because guys over pursue and then that breaks down. I mean, that's just how it is. So we haven't talked a lot about the deficiencies. Obviously, you kind of talked a little bit about. Everything but Pat Mahomes chucking the ball clear down the field. Uh, is there any single thing that you can think out stands out more than, you know, their run game or just the defense their in general? Their linebacking core. Linebacking it, core. Oh. Okay. Swanson's their best linebacker. Which he doesn't even play linebacker that much. No, right? not like, really. He's free. He's in a safety he's a free position. Safety. Well, he plays more of a he plays more of a strong safety in my mind. 
I feel like Tyron Matthews and him are switched. Pro- well, they probably. I feel are. like usually you see Sorensen dropping down. The problem with Sorensen is he's so big that it's weird to see him play in that he's, safety position. Okay, off topic. But he's really good at it. I saw a video about this, and it, it kind of actually made me mad. So you know that we talked about when the, he hit made that hit on the Browns, where he led with his uh, helmet and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yes. No fine, nothing. Okay. Josh Allen got fined fifteen thousand dollars for that little ball flip at that one player that started that little scuffle. He got fined fifteen thousand dollars for that, but Sorensen didn't get a fine for that hit. Mm. Well, I guess that's the NFL. I don't. <laughs> that's weird. I mean, I, that's I, that's pretty weird. Just talking about him. Yeah. Um. But that's who I thought their linebacker was. So that just talks about how bad their linebacking core is. When I think of free well, safeties, there. Linebacker. I don't feel like their defensive line's very strong either. Well, like, tell me if you know these guys. Are they um, going to be able Darius to Darius Harris? Darius Harris. No. Okay. Anthony Hitchens. Kind of know him. Yeah, that name. I've does, heard the name. Yes. And Damian Wilson. Yeah, I know Damian Wilson, but you do not I, very well. I don't. Not do you very know him well. from like college or just that heard name the name? Just sounds familiar. Well, yeah. But other than that, like it's not like it's not like the Buccaneers where I know all three of their linebackers. Yeah. And I know that they're really good. I don't. I don't know one of these guys. I know their names. I do not know one of them. Yeah, like, like I know Sorensen. I know the Honey Badger. But then name another player on defense. Oh, Chris Jones. Chris Jones. Yeah, it's Chris Jones, but he plays defensive tackle, right? So. Oh yeah, but that's still defense. <laughs> I was saying name a oh, defensive. Player. I thought you were going for linebackers. No, defensive player. Other than those three, name one. Uh, no, I pass. Pass Frank, to you. Frank Clark is the one that I would know off their. Oh, Frank start. Clark. Yeah, he's there. Oh, right I didn't know he's still. Out. I didn't even think he was still exactly there. Exactly the point. Okay, so how does uh, how do the Chiefs compensate for their lack of defensive pressure potentially, their lack of linebackers, their lack Offense. of. <laughs> okay, so this the, is going yeah. to be a very high scoring Super Bowl. You, Which that's the so? point I'm excited about. Okay, is the high scoring Super Bowl. All right, so b- before we move on to that topic, let's talk about the biggest X factor for the Chiefs. I mean, I think I already know your answer. So, well, just give me a second. <laughs> okay, I, I let me you, just let me just think about it for a second. You really need to think about this. Well, well, because I don't want to go with the obvious answer. We know what the obvious answer is. Which is Patrick Mahomes Pat or Mahomes. Tyree Kill or Travis no, Kelsey. It's, it's one Mahomes. of those guys. I'm actually going to say Tyron Matthew. Okay. That's Just fine. because yeah. they do need to stop the offense. That's a good point. I mean, if they can if they can stop like two drives, yeah. that, that in my mind is two drives. If you get stopped on two drives, you lose the game. Uh-huh. All right. Interesting. I don't mind the pick, but that's interesting. Just... I don't know, but different no, no. than what the obvious X factor is in my mind. I just want. Well, to I think another. I think another good X factor is Andy Reid, like his mind. Yeah, what he can do to potentially get around the linebackers. Well, I mean, of I've, Buck of uh, Tampa Bay could be pretty pretty beneficial for well, when the Chiefs. They, um, when they threw that fourth down with against the Browns, yeah like it was such good coaching did you so see the risky so risky did you see the body like language of all the players like tony romo talked about it mm-hmm. he's like just look at the body language they're not even gonna make this snap they said we're going up there we're gonna call a bunch of hikes we're gonna call a timeout like yeah. to- 
Tony Romo, who calls a lot of plays, like he's a really good announcer, was like, just look at the body language. They're not snapping this ball. Like, there's going to be no yeah, play here. I remember him saying it. And then all of a sudden he's like, oh, they, they snapped it and Tyreek Hill, which that was one thing that got on my nerves about the Browns is they never decided, hey, let's do like an outside coverage against Tyreek Hill oh. for his little out routes that he does because wow. the out routes, they didn't even press him really, which I mean, uh, send Chiefs, a safety uh, over top me. with him and press uh-huh. him because... But the Chiefs just know how to exploit people's well, weaknesses. Yeah. So that, that's what I'm saying. Andy Reid's yeah, no, mind, that, yeah, I'm, he's going to figure out you. a way to get around these linebackers that the Buccaneers have that are really good. Yeah. So, All right. You just brought up an interesting thought, though. Uh, this is going to be a high-scoring game, you think. There's going to be a lot of points on the board. This, this is the big question. Number one, what's your over-under? And number two... <sighs> And number two, can the Buccaneers keep up with an offensive shootout? I just I don't look at the Buccaneers and think explosion of offense like I do with the Chiefs. I think they can. Chris Godwin over the top mm-hmm. when they're in the red zone. Mike Evans. Mm-hmm. And it then seems they more also subtle though. Have, or is it just well? Me? Yeah, it's subtle, but I think it's like I feel like the I Chiefs, think it's almost as explosive though. The Chiefs like, can burn you with one huge play. I feel like the Buccaneers are more just chip away, drive down the field, you know, maybe eight that's to what ten keeps plays and game, score touchdowns. Maybe this, that's what keeps this game somewhat. Well, strong. I think that's what you got to do. I think you got to like manage the clock. My well over enough. under, I feel comfortable with over seventy. Over 70? 35 apiece. <laughs> that's a lot. I feel comfortable with that. Like. That's I feel like that's scoring, where man. this game is going to go. I don't know if I could get on that. I'd have to go maybe 60. I'd probably go 60. Maybe 65 for me, but I feel comfortable, but like not too com- – like I feel like that's a place where I could make some money off of. It's gone 70. Five touchdowns apiece. That's a lot, man. I mean, yeah, I, c- I could see it happening, but at the same time, something just tells me that – uh, like I said right before we started going more in depth, that the it's you gonna know, be a, it's gonna be a good first half, and then the Chiefs are gonna destroy them. Like that's why I say sixty because I don't think that the Buccaneers will continue to play as well. But no, then, I get what then, you're saying. Then again, then again, we've uh, been betting against them all. Yes, that's what I was just gonna say. Like we maybe did not, Bruce Arians is a better coach than we thought he was. Like because you Maybe. can't you can't give Tom Brady all the credit for when going to the Super Bowl. Well, like did anybody? Did you really think that these guys had the talent to go to the Super Bowl? Uh, no, no. I don't I, think if anyone being, did. If we're, I don't know, some people actually were saying, a lot of analysts people were saying they were gonna go to the Super Bowl, but that's just because it was Tom Brady, right? Like, yeah. I don't know if people actually believed that or if they just wanted to because Tom Brady went there. But this is okay. This is my real question. I know you can't say it's because of Tom Brady or whatever, but like put Jameis Winston back on this team, there's no way they're in the Super Bowl. I don't know. Put Jared Goff on this team, no way they're in the Super Bowl. I don't know. Baker. Baker, yeah. I feel like Baker's a good enough quarterback. Maybe. I don't know. Put Deshaun Watson on this team. Oh, they win the Super Bowl. So but that's because Deshaun Watson is more versatile than you're saying. Tom they have Brady a better chance with Deshaun Watson, who's never been to a Super Bowl. 
than with the game manager of Tom Brady. I'm just saying that Deshaun Watson is more explosive than Tom Brady. That's all. <laughs> Look, the point the point I'm trying to make is you can put a lot of teams in uh, a lot of quarterbacks in the league as this quarter as the quarterback for the Buccaneers, and they wouldn't do as good. Nathan so, Peterman would lead them to like seven. Scores. Well, Nathan Peterman number one would be averaging like 18 touchdowns a game. So you know, uh, no, I mean honestly, man, Tom Brady. Uh, I know we've doubted him, and I've been a big doubter of him, but he's actually done a lot of really good things. And if they do win the Super Bowl, I know a lot of people will give him all the credit, but he does deserve a lot of credit. Well, so. yeah, he deserves a lot of credit, but like. Do you think that Bruce Arians is a better coach than we've given him credit for? Because I don't know about you. I never thought Bruce Arians was a good coach. I thought he was a fine coach. I, I'm not necessarily – I didn't necessarily Would you think put he, him in the good category? Well, now, yeah, I guess. I mean, he's in a Super Bowl, right? Yeah. That, that was my question. <laughs> Would I have before this season? No. No, that, that's my point. Like when he was in Arizona? No. Well, yeah, he was in Arizona. Not really. Not he really. was in Arizona. <laughs> no, no, man. He's an okay coach. That's like all. Like saying that you can judge Matt Patricia off of him being at the Lions. Well, that's a different story, though. Matt Patricia's not a good head coach. He's a good assistant, uh, defensive coordinator. Put Matt Patricia on the Bucks. Are they still going to the Super Bowl? Ooh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Lions aren't good. <laughs> probably. Yeah. I bet they probably would go to the Super Bowl, but I'm putting more emphasis on Tom Brady has helped them get there more than like the simple fact is the guy just That's doesn't fine. the guy I, doesn't lose. Yeah. It's weird. It's it's almost like whatever team he's on just doesn't lose. It's yeah. really strange. It's crazy how we said we weren't going to take much time on this, and now we're like, what, 40 minutes in? Yeah, yeah, just about. <laughs> All right. Uh, is there anything else to add for the no. Super Bowl for you? I mean, I know there's probably a lot more we could talk about, but uh, I think people pretty much know what to expect, right? Like, we know what we're getting into with Pat Mahomes. We, we just saw him last year in the Super Bowl, and Tom Brady's been there, done that, and... I think a lot of people know what to expect in this game. I mean, it sounds boring. It potentially could be boring depending on how the game plays out, but I, I'm not necessarily trying to say it as a bad thing. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I know this is your favorite part. Let's make the picks and give me the score. The picks I'm fine with. The score is just... Well, you, gonna, gave, you gave me a super high scoring game. I mean, I I'll think say we're both, Chiefs. Right, we're both going with the Chiefs. So I really want to go with the Bucks. So I'll be happy if they win. I don't want to go with the Bucks. I really want to. What's funny but is the I'd, thing I'd is rather I've see been, the Chiefs win this. I've been picking heart over like like what my heart wants over what my brain the actually Bills? thinks will happen. Yeah. So. Yeah. Because we both said, I actually think the Chiefs will win this game. Like, from, yeah, like should. off air, we were talking about it. We're like, my brain doesn't want to pick the Bills. Some of my brain wanted to pick the Bills. Well, yeah. Like, like about 8% of my brain was like, yeah, the Bills can do this. But the, the rest, rest of my of brain was like, like yeah, there's no way. <laughs> nah, they're not going to do this. No, I would say I'm going to go with the Chiefs 42 Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> to 
30. Yeah. To 30? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I thought there was going to be more on the end of so that. So did I. <laughs> no, okay, you settled on 30. That's fine. Okay, uh, I can't I can't go that high. Uh, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go 33. Yeah, I like this odd number. 33. Uh, 33, 21 for me. I, I just don't see where the offense is going to come from, like for the Buccaneers. I know we talked well, but about that's how... that's what we've been saying for the past play, know, whole playoffs. I, that's so true. And they've been playing better defenses. <sighs> <sighs> but once again, that is my feeling, man. Like, I feel like the offense is not here for, for this game, but I guess it probably will be, and I'll be wrong again. That's fine. But, man... It surprised me when the Buccaneers put up 30-plus points against the Packers. Maybe they'll do it again. I don't know. But it, it's going to take, in my opinion, it'll probably take 40 to beat the Chiefs. And I don't think they can put up 40. If they put up 38, I think they would will win this game. But you had 42 to 30. No. if the Yeah, I know. If mm. the Bucks put up 38, I think they win the game because they'll slow down the game take time off the clock i think that's the way they win the game I think, is getting to 38 uh-huh i think it's a race to 38 so five touchdowns and a field goal somewhere around that that's yeah that's probably pretty fair i mean to get two touchdowns in a quarter that's not very hard that would Ooh. take two quarters with two touchdowns and one with just a field goal race to 38 that's not bad uh i don't know i <laughs> I don't think either of them will get to 38, so I'll say 35. Fair enough. Or I <laughs> guess I said, <laughs> I said 33, I guess. But <laughs> Okay, let me, put it, let me put it this way. Whoever breaks 30 will probably win the game first. Yeah, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Like, and that's not that much different than what you're saying either. I mean, it's quite a bit different because yeah. technically that's two touchdowns or a touchdown and a field goal because no one's going to go for two. Okay, fair just enough. Just in the middle of it. I don't know. I just... Even if the Buccaneers can put up that many points, somehow I feel like the Chiefs will just put up more. <laughs> like, you know, like it just I don't doesn't. Know. I think that the defense holds out if they get there. The Buccaneers I don't think, defense? Yeah, I don't think the Buccaneers so this defense is... can be that bad. <laughs> no, they're not that bad. To, if I guess they take I'm making. It... I don't think that the Buccaneers defense is bad. I think no, the Chiefs no, I get are what you're that saying. good. Yeah, no, I get what you're saying there. Yeah. It's just, I, I think that they can hold their own if they're able to put 38 on the uh-huh. board. I don't see the Bucks being able to break that badly that they yeah. end up doing that. Well, what what's really going to help this Bucks defense is if the offense can score. Like if you have some confidence flowing, and their the defense isn't constantly on the field, that'll really help. That'll give them yeah. some confidence, and they could be in this game. I think if it is, if the Bucks are in this game, they'll win it in a very late possession. They are going to be gas. The defense is going to be gassed after this game. Like they're going to be tired. Might be worth it though. That will obviously that ring is worth it, man. So how much? How much are those worth? Uh, I don't know, but they put like a bajillion diamonds on them. So let's look. Plus, you know, they're made of like gold and crap. So you know, probably pretty expensive. Uh, but yeah, and I I agree with you that the defense has got to hold up, but. I just fear that it's going to uh, wear down and eventually the floodgates will open and the Chiefs are going to run away with it. 
A ring that belonged to Lawrence Taylor was sold for over $230,000. That's quite a bit. That's quite a bit. Most rings are thirty to 50000 That's a lot. But that's... Wow. It's a good down payment on a house. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a really good down payment on a house. <laughs> All right, Carson. Uh, any final thoughts on the Super Bowl, or do you think we're good to go to a break? I think we are fantastic to go to a break. All right. I can't wait to come back next week and see how wrong we were. <laughs> you know, I will not be sad if the Bucks win, though. Like, I'll come back on, yeah. and I'll be just happy. Yeah, I, like, I kind of don't care. I'd rather see the Chiefs win, but I kind of don't care. You know, care when I'm making time. predictions from now on, I'm going to say, I think this team will win, but I'm going to pick this team. Just so then... If I do, you can't. Yeah, but what's this? What I write is actually well. This is actually I mean this one. Most of them I'm gonna just go with, but this Uh, one I was like, yeah, I think I'll stay with this. Yeah, we're probably making the safe bet, so we'll see. All right, Carson, let's take a break. We're gonna come back. We're gonna talk Stafford, and then we're gonna go over our draft 1.0 for sure. Sounds good. (laughs) Break. All right, guys, welcome back to Electric Sports Talk. Just talking off air about how uh, valuable Cam Newton is. Carson, I think, agrees with me. Terrible value. Oh. <laughs> I think everybody agrees with oh, you. Oh, terrible value. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's one of them, pa- yeah. those Panthers fans. You know, <laughs> his best quality, I think his best quality is jumping onto a fumble. Oh, I don't want to hear this. Look, I don't need your crap about this. <laughs> Bringing back bad memories. All right, uh, so... <laughs> I don't want this. <laughs> look, make him cry himself to sleep look, tonight. It was a it was a bad memory. I don't want to talk memories about, it. about the Broncos. Oh no, <sighs> Peyton Manning, man, that guy. All right, so we just talked about the Super Bowl. Uh, that preview actually went longer than I thought it was going to. So good job, Carson. That was good. I know my back hurts after carrying this podcast. Whoa, that was rude. That was rude. <laughs> okay. Uh, if you guys want to get in touch with us, be part of the show, email us, electrosportstalk at gmail.com is the email. Love to hear from you guys. Also, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, Carson's telling me I need to do better on social media, so I guess I need to step it up. I mean... Yeah, you you told me that last week. Yeah, <laughs> I've been act, trying. Don't act like I'm the bad guy here. I've been trying. So the problem is, like, I forget about it. Like, I forget to even get on my own social media. So. You forget about your business. Yep, a little bit. This isn't much of a business. It's more of a hobby, you know, for fun. Uh, well, no, but you wouldn't do this as, like, a job? Like, if you got enough viewers, you wouldn't do this as a job? Oh, yeah, i do it as a job. But oh, th- This podcasting or, like, a show would it, be the best job ever. Yeah, because... You get like to pick get what to you talk, talk about, yeah. and you get to talk about something that you love watching. Like, yep, that'd be pretty good. I mean, I yeah. enjoy doing it, and it's just a hobby right now. So, you know, if one of you happens fun. to be a billionaire, please sponsor us. Oh yeah, <laughs> we, we need billionaire money. That'd be good. <laughs> yeah, let's get some sponsors going. You know, all that kind of stuff. Um, <laughs> all right, Carson. So we got to talk about some free agents, uh, but let's let's talk about this deal that's going on with Matthew Stafford. I also want to talk about Deshaun Watson. Um, What's really to talk about up, him right now? Well, though. you brought up the fact that you don't even think he's going to get traded. So. I didn't say I don't think he will. I said there's a possibility. Okay, fair enough, fair <laughs> enough. Uh, but don't I do, I do want to talk mouth. about it. Well, I, I just want to talk about <laughs> it to what see said. what you think, um, because that's a very interesting. I mean, there's obviously a chance that he couldn't. Yeah. They did say they have no interest in trading him. Well, I wouldn't have any interest in trading him either. I mean, 
But <laughs> okay, we'll get well, on the, weir- that. the way they said it was so weird because he's like, I don't have any interest in trading this player. He didn't even say Deshaun. Like, I mean, maybe that's how GMs player. do it. But he was like, this player. I was like, okay, then. Very informal. Okay, well, actually, we'll, I think that's we'll, more formal, which kind of shows. Get back on track. Problems. Get back on track. Come, come around. Come around. Okay. Well, why don't we just start at Deshaun? We'll get back to Deshaun Watson. Okay. Let's talk about Matthew Stafford. <laughs> I, I guess you, I'm not the host. <laughs> I know you want to talk about Deshaun Watson. Let's talk about Matthew Stafford, though. So Matthew Stafford has been traded to the Rams. Now, this, I'll, I'll just say right off the top, this was a surprise to me. I didn't think, like, I really didn't think that the Rams were even uh, an option for him. And we were talking about them, and I pretty much remember, like, I don't know if we were talking about it on air or off, but I pretty much remember dismissing the Rams completely because they didn't have any draft capital, I felt like. Next thing you know, they're freaking making this trade they're for They're two him. years out of another yeah. first-round pick. Yeah, so pretty crazy. Now, the trade deal consists of uh, the Rams in exchanging two first-round picks, a third-round pick, uh, and Jared Goff for Matthew Stafford. Um, and I believe that there were some more picks added at the end, uh, after some stuff came out. But the overall real meat of this is the fact that two first-rounders and a third for Matthew Stafford, I mean, that's pretty crazy, I feel like. Uh, we were talking about his value last week, right? Remember? And, oh, yeah. And you were like, yeah, I think like a first and a maybe second or third. Like, you were kind of thinking around I said, that range, right? I said two second-rounders. Two second-rounders. That's kind of what we're getting here too with, with a, I first, didn't a think first and a two, third. I didn't. That's thi- similar. Yeah. I mean, on average, a first and a third would average out to two seconds. But the thing so. is, is it's two first round. Yeah. Well, that's what I wanted to ask you. And a player. We we were talking about what is Deshaun Watson's value, and we're like, oh, like two first round picks. But well, Deshaun Watson's value must be like four first round picks. But I also think another big part about this was. The, I think that the Rams gave up too much to get rid of Goff, because they couldn't keep Goff's tr- contract too. Like yes, that is a huge point about it. Well, but, you like, know the solution is don't pay a guy like Jared Goff that much money. But well, whatever. yeah, but we were just talking about this also. Quarterback money isn't about if you're the best quarterback, you're going to get record-setting money. Well, it's whoever's up to fine. bat is going to get the record-setting money. Except for now, it's going to be whoever's up to bat gets the money under Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> yeah, no course. one's going to get paid Patrick Mahomes' That's a money. Lot of money. Well, um, look, but the we were Rams, ta- the Rams dug themselves a bad hole by paying Jared Goff that much money. Well, but I mean, at the time, it seemed like a pretty good idea. Nope. He was at, playing at, really good that year yeah, that they paid but him. At no point would I have thought that he would be one of the highest paid quarterbacks in the league. Like, that's insane, dude. A guy like Jared Goff getting that money. I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty. Like you yeah. said, at the time it was a good idea. But like, no way. So, anyways, uh I I see what you're saying though. I mean, the contract was well, we it was were, just not worth it. We were talking about Stafford's contract off air. Yeah. And so Rams will inherit two years, forty-three million remaining on Stafford's contract, which I mean I think that's, that's a pretty quite friendly a contract. Well, for for two years, I think that's pretty good. I mean, that's forty-three ride. is pretty high, though, man. That's I no, still can't not wrap really. My, I still can't wrap my head around the fact that he actually got paid that much. 
Well, but I mean, a quarterback now is going about thirty-five million a year. That was that was Goff still. Is that what you're saying? No, that's um, that's um Stafford's contract. Oh, that's what the Rams inherit. Yes. Oh, sorry, the, I thought you said off. But the sorry. Lions will carry a seventeen point eight million dead cap. How long does that go though? Just twenty twenty one. Oh well. They, ain't got, Pellis. they don't got anyone to pay. Pellis so. Serino, or I can never say that guy's name right. Pellis they don't Serino. got no one to pay. So I in return, Detroit will inherit four years, one hundred six point six million, remaining on Goff's contract. L.A. will carry twenty two point two million in dead cap. So it's about the same in dead cap. Um, the Lions had six more offers, a few more than, uh, including a few more which were. Worth more than a first round pick. Detroit's decision to take Goff's large contract ended up costing LA more. Yeah, so like I was saying, they were offloading Goff's contract and that's why it was more. Um, Makes sense. Well, so you bring up the fact that they had other offers, though. That's That's funny because Carolina and Washington, supposedly, they put hard numbers on the table and they were willing to send picks. This year's first-round picks, by the way, to Detroit in exchange here. And I'm sure there would have been, in the Panthers' case, there probably would have been the quarterback exchange as well. But uh, I also read that that Los Angeles was Stafford's, one of Stafford's top choice, if not the top one. So that Why wouldn't you want to go play for Sean McVay? Oh, yeah, I'd love playing with Sean McVay. I guess I still, I'm still surprised because the fact that that deal got done is pretty crazy. When, and no when, one knew about it. Well, it's it it just feels like the immediate return is not there for this type of deal, right? Like you would expect that you'd want to do a trade where you get immediate but benefits. Another thing I feel like is I think they knew that Stafford was out of town. I think they knew Stafford was going to be gone. Well, so they decided, yeah. He's going to be gone either way. Why not get the most value that we can out of it? Uh-huh. And we'll get a guy that can hold down the quarterback position for a year. The way I interpret what happened is Stafford said that he pretty much wanted out. The Lions were like, okay, that's fine. They asked him, where do you want to go? He said, Los Angeles, Rams, 49ers, or Colts. The 49ers and the Colts, from what I understand, didn't even offer him. Which, I mean, is so. to me it's so dumb. What? That they didn't offer for Stafford. Well, I don't think the Colts could have the Colts didn't have the ability to do that. Like where was their trade going to go? Like uh the 49ers could have sent back Garoppolo. Fair who could who could Indianapolis send back? I mean, Fair enough. their starter just retired, so That's true. That's interesting. Um, um, but but this is the thing. It wasn't the candidates that me and you were talking about. They were on the table and they didn't happen. And then out of nowhere, it seems like the Rams are just like, yeah, here's uh, well, more picks that we and don't need. And the weirdest thing is is no one even suspected them, and no one even said, hey, the Rams had, have just called them up. So this was a very secretive deal that was done really well. And, I mean, how does it have to be to be Adam Schefter and report that? Report Was it Schefter or was it, e- I'd, I'd like, or was it Rappaport? I'd like that call a lot. Um, um, so sources from Adam Schefter. Yeah, so... I mean, imagine being imagine being wrong. <laughs> imagine oh. getting a call with fake information, breaking no. this to the world, and then all no. of a sudden the Rams come out. Yeah, no, that didn't happen. 
No, I don't think he'd ever well, do that. But no, because yeah, he has sources he uh, trusts. I know what you're saying. Like uh, it's I was, very. I was listening to a like vid, uh, show with him on it. That game, man, is so like cutthroat. Like oh, what he does. Yeah. Oh yeah, those guys like Adam yeah. Schefter, like Adam Schefter and Ian Rapoport and all the big names are pretty. Like they're fine if the other one breaks it, they'll just break it right with them immediately. But like when a bit when a small name breaks it, it's all it's blood. Like they're out for blood. At that well, point. can you imagine if we broke something? Like if we had like a I mean, uh, platform and we broke stuff on it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Electric sports talks breaks. Amen. Amen. Look, Dak's new contract, which apparently. He had the choice to go anywhere. This is all I'm saying. It's up to I, him. It's up to I, him. I hope someone li- here knows. Like, I hope we have repeated listeners that know what we're talking about. Um, if not, we look dumb. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was pretty funny. I totally lost what I was going to say. Uh, anyways. In other uh, words, this was a crazy uh, trade, and we did not expect it. Yeah, that's essentially what you're saying. Do you think that... <laughs> It's ultimately his decision. <laughs> Thank you. He's a free agent. Unrestricted uh, free unrestricted. agent to to add on. <laughs> okay. Um, who do you think wins this trade, though? Uh, I know you commented off air that you think they actually both win. Yeah. So in my mind, they, the Rams become old, like immediate Super Bowl contenders. Well, with a caveat that Stafford you think stays that he's healthy. He's going to get injured. I'm I sorry. don't. I, he, I just don't. He just needs to consistently stay healthy, and my worries will go away. Okay, and then I think that the Lions got an insane amount of um, value out of it, so I think they both won. Honestly, really, the Lions got back one of the best things that they could get back in Jared Goff. Yeah. When it, when it really comes right down one to One of like, the best quarterbacks that they could have traded for, I think. Either him or Carson Wentz. They I think they should have tried to package a deal for Deshaun Watson. With a quarterback like Stafford, I think that might have been a cool trade to see. Yeah, but like I, think I, they like I told you, but the Rams were on his list of places to go. And it seemed like the, the Lions wanted him to go where he wanted to go. Yeah. Like they weren't looking this to... Was, this was yeah. a very civil breakup, I guess is what you could say. Yeah, like, but it was, they o- were both, it was overdue. It was I overdue. think they were both hoping for the best, like truly hoping for the best for the other one. Like Probably. I think, yeah, I don't think that there's any bad blood between Stafford and the Lions. Definitely between think, Stafford and Patricia. That's but. what I was just going to say. I think the bad blood is right there. Because uh, what you told me that you saw that he explicitly yeah, said, I don't want to go to the Patriots. That was his one thing is he would have accepted. <laughs> like The thing is, it wasn't that he just didn't want to go. It was he would accept any trade but the Patriots. He would say no it's pretty crazy. to the Patriots. I mean, wow. Like That's... We were talking about it last week a little bit, and it's maybe a little worse than we actually thought. Yeah. Like, it must have been a pretty rough relationship that they had, so that's interesting. I think he might just have bad blood because he wasted his career. Huh. Um, let's talk about why you think that the Rams are actually immediate Super Bowl contenders after this. Well, it was actually kind of cool. So um, Sean McVay's concept on it was mm-hmm. it's not about who wins the trade. It's about who wins the Super Bowl. Okay. And, I mean, yeah, I think they win the Super Bowl against the Patriots if they have Stafford there instead of Goff mm. the other year. Yes, but probably. I don't know. I just think 
That was kind of their. I think our, this whole year we've talked about it before. Is golf is kind of the problem, and well, I'm a huge Stafford fan. It's not necessarily golf is a like a problem. He just isn't as good as he needs to be. Yeah, and that's not necessarily you, a problem. There's just a difference in how good he is and isn't. So have you seen? Have you ever watched? Do you watch YouTube much? Uh, it depends. Have you ever seen the guy named MMG? MMG? Yeah, he's a Madden YouTuber. So he's a big Lions fan. I mean, I've probably seen him, but no. So Does he's it a, ring a huge bell? Lions fan. Uh-huh. And as soon as he saw, apparently he was live on stream when the news got broke. His eyes were all big, and he tweets out WTF <laughs> right after the trade happened. Uh, yeah. But, no. no, I'm a huge fan of Stafford, so that's uh-huh. kind of my whole thought behind it. I mean, I hope he does well. So you like, think that he it's like sh- I've said a little bit, the Lions are my second but, team. Yeah. So I want to see him succeed because Stafford we haven't me, given that opportunity. Just, he's the embodiment of an amazing um he's the embodiment of like an amazing uh just persevering guy. Yeah. Like the video that comes to mind when I talk about Stafford is when he him did, when he uh, separated his shoulder, his shoulder. Mm-hmm. and then still like told the people to get the F off of him and get the F off of me. And then he threw a touchdown. Yeah. Went and threw a touchdown and immediately like, it wasn't that he was faking the pain because immediately he almost fell to the ground, grabbing his shoulder. That's kind of the thought that comes to me and just man to do that. You've got to be a winner. Stafford brings a toughness that not a lot of quarterbacks. I don't feel have, but now he's got like Cooper cup. He's got an amazing. This is, this is another thing I want to point out real quick. The Rams better get another wide receiver, like a target wide receiver. Do they have the money now? I don't know if they have the money. I, I don't know. I haven't looked. But what I'm what I'm saying is they need someone that he can consistently and reliably just throw the ball to, whether it's a tight end or maybe receiver they get, or whatever. Maybe they get like Pat Fryermuth out of well, the you know second what? round. Kenny Galladay is a free agent, and he was playing in Detroit with him. Just get him over here. That's true. That's that could happen. Yeah, I mean, I, there are sometimes that relationships actually do push a, um, could contract like yeah, especially a quarterback and wide receiver yeah. combo, because you want someone throwing to you that you knows gonna, knows you already, uh-huh. and they already have that timing. So I think that the Rams would actually throw quite a bit of money to him, yeah. saying, "Hey, we don't have to it, get you completely adjusted to the whole system because you are already adjusted to the system." It's like, but it's like you said. Do they have the money? And that I, I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to we'll have to do some stuff with the cap, and see yeah. if they would. I mean, we can check it out. Well, but, when free agency starts to hit, we'll probably do quite a bit on that. Like, just well, okay. So this is a point I want to make real quick before we move on to Deshaun Watson. Um, <laughs> so we were talking last week about uh, the the Jaguars, right? And about how the Bills could be the next Jaguars. And I brought up the fact that, look, the Rams are are like the Jaguars. Like, they went to the Super Bowl. They were really good for a season. Now they kind of aren't great. Uh, something the Jaguars never did was figure out their quarterback situation. And now the Rams, I think, are getting more of a foundation for their quarterback. So I think it's a really important thing that they just did. So, you yeah, know, uh, I agree it, with you. It's, it's a big deal. I agree with you. Okay. You good? That's all sure. for Stafford? Yeah. You want to talk about Sean Watson for a little bit? I mean, we kind of covered him a lot last uh-huh. 
episode and we're kind of getting pretty long i think yeah this episode so all right that's fine i think we can leave him till next week trades are gonna start really booming in the off season like Mm -hmm. you never see a trade the week of the super bowl yeah which i mean this is the first time since wasn't alex smith the last one the last big trade because alex smith happened traded before he got i think he got happened i think his happened the saturday of the super bowl yeah it couldn't yeah that could have I think uh, that I'm his not exact on the it day, might not have been there was a big player traded on the Saturday of the Super Bowl mm-hmm. or the weekend. I just you know, honestly I don't remember, but I know he got traded right around that time. Anyways, all right, oh, so we'll talk about Deshaun Watson a little bit. Big talk about the up. Super Bowl. Are you excited for the halftime show? Who is the halftime show? The weekend. No, yeah, it'll probably be okay. I guess I think it'll be okay. I'm just like, how is it going to be with? covid i heard that if you get a pepsi and scan it or something you can get a ticket to like actually be down on the field like they'll give you a specific spot that you're going to be watching from yeah i don't know that to I, me is kind of a cool like marketing kind of scheme right there sure. like it won't you have really, to scan a pepsi in order to do this it won't really be the same i guess because you know everything's just messed up did you ever see the cowboys one that they did uh-uh. they did like a whole cane brown thing i think it was like for the kick off to the huge oh, actually yeah no i did yeah no <laughs> i can't it was re- kane brown yeah it was right. thanksgiving because they started off the salvation army stuff mm-hmm. and they there was the whole thing about it and me and my uncle cousins were watching it. we're all big cowboys fans we're like why are they doing a whole super bowl halftime show <laughs> for a thanksgiving <laughs> maybe, game maybe they were prepping for the real thing you know I don't know. Maybe they were given ideas like, yeah. hey, pay us a little bit for our marketing ideas for so this bad. approval. So I, don't know. Right. I just thought I'd throw that into our halftime show. No, that's that's fine. Okay, so we'll circle back to Watson later, I guess. Uh, free agents, I think that it's pretty thin. We talked about one of the big ones. Dak Prescott's one of the big ones, right? It's his uh, choice where he goes. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. Listen to our last last episode, and you'll figure out why it's we're totally saying this. Choice. I mean, uh, yeah. We thanks. should be ESPN analysis if we can say that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's. I don't know. I'm gonna make a. Let's skip the free agents again. Yeah. I mean, the thing well, is, is there's keep, those four yeah. wide receivers. There's Trent Brown. Wait, Trent Williams, Trent Williams not yeah. Brown. No, it's okay. Trent Williams. There's Dak Prescott. There's a safety from the Vikings, but that's. I mean, I don't think he's great. And Denver, like you were saying. Oh yeah, me. Simmons, but he's getting signed to Denver. I don't mm-hmm. think, I don't think he yeah, walks we'll, out of there. We'll punt the free agents down the it's, road. It's it's very thin. Mm-hmm. If you do a little research on it, you'll see what we're saying. There's like six top tier guys, maybe five. Honestly, I don't know. Four wide receivers: Dak. Trent Williams, Dak. Oh, but you, like you think you're Trent saying, Williams is still in that area. Oh yeah, he's gonna get a huge is contract. He, is he over thirty? No, I don't think so. Hmm. For some reason, I thought he was a little older than that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, but I mean, tackles also have, also have a little bit of a longer. If they stay healthy, yes. They, assuming they stay, yeah, he's so, thirty-two. Man. Yeah, thirty-two. I mean, that's not too old for a tackle. It's getting to the older parts. It might be his last contract, depending on how long it is. For sure, I could see that. I could see someone saying three years or something like that, yeah. just finish out yeah. his contract. I would think well, two is got, probably a safe bet uh-huh. on this contract. You also got Jameis Winston and Cam Newton, free agent quarterbacks. Uh, but, I mean... There's just not a lot of big-time names. <laughs> didn't you even. say Jameis Winston on Pro Football Focus is 18? Yeah. Yeah, so that tells you the 
the caliber. Oh, and then agents. there's also that guy that I like out of the New York. Um, oh, the Leonard. Uh, yeah, Leonard uh, Williams. Leonard Williams. Mm-hmm. Defensive tackle is a very big need. Um, hey, the Packers should go. Who after is that it guy. that I, I, I did a Cowboys like I was messing with the Cowboys cap and stuff. Uh huh. Um, I think I got Indominus Sue. He's a free agent too, but how old is Indominus Sue? Holy crap! I don't know. He was being traded around this year, but mm, interesting. He's probably a restricted free agent based on the fact that we're not seeing him on the free agent lists. Right. So he's well, probably going to the Bucks again. He's probably not that highly rated of a. I don't know. Either. It's just that it's such a thin, yeah, free agent class that I any agree. good player is probably going to be taken pretty quick. I agree with that, man. That's yeah. I mean, uh, just looking at the list, it's just like where where do you find guys? You know. All right. Kay. Well, you ready we to hurry and bang get, this out? We'll talk more about the free agents as I guess maybe free agency starts to come around, right? Yeah, that'll be a good time to talk about more free agents. All right, guys, so we did break off the NFL Draft point one episode, uh, so you guys will expect that probably tomorrow, maybe the next day. I don't know. Whenever Carson feels like he wants to put it out, I guess. <laughs> Why me? <laughs> so, yeah, we'll we'll put out the draft for sure this time because we did sit down and record it, unlike last time Carson had to leave. So. This has been a very yeah. long recording. <laughs> It has, but it's been a fun time. No, uh, fun. Carson, do you want to add anything to Stafford, Watson, the Super Bowl, anything we didn't cover in the show? We're in for one of the most interesting off-seasons oh, in a very yeah. long time. I agree. Like, free agency isn't going to be that interesting. No. But just... <laughs> well, and, like, no one has any money either, so... <laughs> well, it's weird. It's weird. There's... Like, half the team's under the cap hit, but not, like, scarily underneath it. It's, like, three teams. Then there's the Chiefs. Yeah. <laughs> or the Saints. Sorry, oh there's the Saints. Gosh, the Saints. Holy crap. <laughs> We're gonna, I think that's going to be one of our episodes this offseason, is going over how the Saints get out of this trouble that they're in. Yeah, and you figured out a way? No, that, that's that's oh. what the whole episode... We are going to be able to fill probably two hours on this. Okay, well, but I'd like to say that me and you did sit down for a solid like, well, I think, 20 minutes. Well, I think minutes, what we do, and we had what no we do is do a live reaction. Like, we sit down, no preparation, just say, okay, we pull up cap hits and everything, and we just go at it. I think <sighs> that's a fun idea. All right, well, uh, we'll get on that in the off season because we do have a lot of time coming up. Hope you guys enjoy the Super Bowl. Uh, like I said, be looking out for that draft episode to come out rather soon. Uh, it's fun. We had a fun time doing that one. Go Cowboys. Yep, go Cowboys. There it is. Now it's time to go. Uh, this <laughs> Hope you guys enjoyed the NFL talk. Hope you guys tune in next week. We'll obviously recap the Super Bowl. And, you know, I don't know. Maybe there won't be much to talk about next week. It might be a light show. Uh, so we'll have to just kind of see where it goes. And, uh, yeah, that's all we got. We would love some questions, in other words, next weekend. Yeah, love some questions. <laughs> love some questions. That'd be good. Uh, you know what? Maybe we need to go ask some random people some questions. Just read them out on the show. Just do, go around do that school. At college this, yeah, do that uh, at school. Yeah. I'll just go around college. So you got any questions? <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Just say, hey, I'm wondering if you have any questions for my – I'm doing a podcast. I would like some questions for our – episode interesting this isn't a bad idea all right man uh that's all we got thanks for tuning in guys this has been electric sports talk peace out go cowboys no
Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Electric Sports Talk. Join us in future episodes as we discuss all things U.S. soccer, collegiate sports, mixed martial arts, motorsports, the NFL, MLB, and the Olympics. If you enjoy our content, follow us on Instagram and Twitter, or shoot us an email to electricsportstalk at gmail.com. Be sure to rate and subscribe. Thanks for listening. Thank you.